Wolf and Luke Middays, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Wolf, happy birthday, my man. 60 is a big number. Uh, making me feel, feel young. But uh, keep doing your thing and enjoy your special day, my man. Wow, right on. That's Bobby Hurley right there, right? Bobby Hurley, legend that he is. Every time you think of Bobby Hurley, you think, am I as, as tough as Bobby? I mean, seriously. Would, would I be willing to give what Bobby was giving on the floor and did give on the floor when he played? Usually, I think, is anybody as intense as Bobby? <laughs> right? I mean, Bobby. And how is he turning different shades of red? Yes. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Yeah, could I have a number three with cheese and uh, a large coffee? And does this smell good? Wolfen down your lunch. Serving up today's top sports stories with Wolf and Luke. Hey boys. Presented by Stadium Swim at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas' ultimate sports fan destination. It's time for Wolfing Down Your Lunch. All of today's top sports stories in one place. Here, as always, is Aaron Maloney. Aaron? So the top story of today is Wolf's birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday, Wolf. I mean, you you have taught me so much about the game of football. And all you were patient with me, teaching me about all the NFL personnel groupings. So proud of you. And it's a joy to be your producer. (laughs) So proud of you. from one producer to another... I have another message for you. Hey, Wolf, it's Yoda. Happy 60th birthday. I know the Warrior Queen is probably already there with her bagels since you specifically told her not to do that. Just want to tell you that I love you, bro. And uh, I found a quote that I think uh, uh, is very fitting for one Ron Wolfley on his 60th birthday. It's from Bob Marley. The quote goes, The greatness of a man is not how much wealth he acquires, but in his integrity and his ability to affect those around him positively. And I think that sums up one Ronald Paul Wolfley more than anything else. Love you. Happy birthday. Yoda. the music or Yoda's Yoda. I'm going to say this Wolf Yoda hired me and then left a week later <laughs> I always wondered if he, if he was like well it was either it's one of two paths well my work here is done or I gotta go now love you too Yoda take the cue Mel alrighty so we're going to get to the Arizona Cardinals according to head coach Cliff Kingsbury James Connor and Daryl Williams are out this week against the Seahawks Trayvon Mullen and Matt Prater will also not play. Your reaction to that? Um, I... This is a game you have to have, obviously, because if you're not winning at home, you basically have to have all the road games. You cannot, if you lose to Seattle, you're going to be in last place in the division. And it would be nice to go into this game relatively at full strength. And I will say this, Wolf, I I, I, I think the Cardinals will win this game, but they are not going into this game anywhere near full strength. No, they're not, and that is really disconcerting to me, and especially when you're talking about up the middle of the field. And when I think of the middle of the field, I worry about Rodney Hudson. 
and Rodney Hudson and whether or not Rodney Hudson is going to be able to play. And even if he is able to play, is Rodney Hudson a guy that uh, is going to be able to play well in this situation? And James Conner. And right now, it's not looking like James Conner is going to play. We haven't actually got a ruling. Cliff Kingsbury said James Conner and Daryl Williams are out. Are out. Out. So, there it is. Eno Benjamin, Keontae Ingram. Okay, so... Eno versus Gino this weekend. Definitely out. Um... The latest on Rodney Hudson is what? Have you heard anything on that, Mel? Not yet. Okay, all right, that's fine. Um, but I think Rich I have. Has. I have. I was just cutting the Cliff Kingsbury press conference, and he said that uh, Rodney Hudson is a game day decision, and that the fact that they play on Thursday does not factor into that decision. They're going to give it, get him out, and move him around on Sunday. Okay, there right. you go, right there, Rick. Well done by you. Okay, so that is the absolute latest right now. Um, man, anytime you're talking, if Rodney Hudson can't play and James Conner can't play, I, I am a little concerned because that's up the middle of the field. And that's exactly where the Cardinals need to live in this game. Eno Benjamin, I'm okay with Eno Benjamin being the starter. A spot start. But I'd feel so much better if James Conner was actually ready to go. Yeah, I mean, I would too. It's, it's great that Seattle can't stop the run, but if you don't have the guys in there to be able to exploit that, then it's not like Seattle's just going to step aside and let you run down the middle of the field. And now they played well last week. Offensive line did without Rodney Hudson, but I would like to not keep pushing that. I mean, there's a reason he's your starting center. So, so yeah. I know it's your birthday, Wolf, but I'm going to need a prediction. So our Sanderson Ford poll question is up now at ArizonaSports.com, and it asks, what is your prediction for Sunday's Cardinals-Seahawks game? So your choices, Cardinals win by a little, Cardinals win by a lot, Cardinals lose by a little, Cardinals lose by a lot. What you think? Uh, I've got my pick, but I'm going to let you go, Wolf. My prediction for Sunday. Pain. That wasn't one of the options. Um, okay, I'm going <laughs> to... Rick got it. Rocky gonna... three. Rick got it. Okay, it's good. Um... Cardinals win by a little, okay? Yeah, that's, that would be my answer, too. So 59% say Cardinals lose by a lot. 22% say Cardinals win by a little. 11% say Cardinals lose by a little. And then 8% say Cardinals win by a lot. Oh, Cardinals Wolf's a man. He's 60. It's your so I want to wish a happy birthday to Wolf for his 60th birthday. Uh, happy birthday, my friend. Have a great day. Hey, Ron Wolfley, Derek Hall here, President and CEO of the Arizona Diamondbacks, and your good friend. Happy 60th birthday, buddy. What a great feat. You got 60 more coming. You look better and younger today than you ever have, and that's even compared to your playing days. Anyway, look forward to seeing you soon. Have a great day. Don't spend it in the disappointments room. Happy birthday, pal. See you, Wolf. Can you imagine the show Maloney's going to put together when you turn 120? Oh, my my goodness. That is awesome right there. Bear, thank you very much. And Derek, my goodness. D Hall right there. Thank you so much. So happy when I think of the Diamondbacks and what could possibly transpire in spring training and next year, the next couple of years. I think they actually have a model that is sustainable, and they're going to develop these young guys, and it makes me happy for D. Hall. I'm just happy he he brought up the disappointments room as part of your, your it, birthday man. wish. All right, we come back. What will the Cardinals try to take advantage of on Sunday in Seattle to finally get this offense going, especially early in the game? It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Day. 
Wolf and Luke Middays, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. So what do I think of when I hear the name Ron Wolfley? Well, I always think of a hammer and a nail, but Wolf, you were always the hammer. I think of four Pro Bowls. I think of a guy that has a passion, a love, and respect for the game of football that's rare. But Wolf, what, what I think most of all... I think of one of the most genuine and good people I've ever met in my life. So, Wolf, happy 60th birthday. Welcome to the dark side, brother. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Are you telling me you actually got a hold of Yach? Mike Mayock? I did. Maloney did, but yes, Mike Mayock. Oh, my goodness. But I love to talk to Yock. Thank you, brother. I love you, Yock. By the way, if you ever do, if we have him on the show, we're calling it Talk to Yock. That's <laughs> gold. <laughs> oh, man, that is awesome. I haven't talked to him in it's way too long, man. This is... Thank you. Football Friday with Wolf and Luke. Presented by 72 Sold. Get your price. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. All right, Wolf, when the uh, the Cardinals and Seahawks take the field, it is, uh, it is not lost on Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury that weird things do tend to happen. He has had this to say earlier this week. It does, yeah. I'm not sure why, why that is, but... Um... I have the most respect for Coach Carroll and that culture, and he's been there a long time. And no matter who uh, is playing for him, they play hard. They, you know, have great energy. They're well coached, and, and that's how this team looks. They're playing some young guys on defense, still figuring it out at times. But um, you know, he, he's got them rolling. And I think everybody thought when Russell left, it was just going to fall off the deep end. And they've only gotten better on offense, and um, you know, they're right there in the mix with everybody. It is crazy. If you're a Cardinals fan, or probably even if you're a Seahawks fan, but if you're a Cardinals fan, you can think back over the last. I don't know, decade, even half decade, these two meetings every year, at least one of them always seems to get weird, doesn't yeah. it? Like like weird like ties where no kicker can make a yeah. kick or just, just general weirdness in these matchups, uh, which is why, going back to that poll question, why you and I both answered Cardinals win close, yeah. and my second choice would be Seahawks win close. Like it's going it, to... Typically, are close games between these two teams. Sixty percent of Cardinals fans were like, "Cardinals lose by a lot." I, I know Cardinals <laughs> lose by a lot. The negativity that is out there right now is stunning, especially when you consider the fact they've won five of the last seven times they've been up there. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he, it's also been vice versa right, well, as well yeah. for the most part. Okay, <laughs> but the road um, team tends to win. It, it's it's an amazing thing. It truly is. Um, look, the the Arizona Cardinals when they have the ball, base and they're going to have to run the ball well. I know you're tired of me talking about this, but it's so important. It really is to me. This is something that I think the Arizona Cardinals have got to take personally. I'm waiting for them to take it personally. I'm waiting for them to come out and 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 say run the ball. This is what we're going to do. We're going to run the ball. Especially now, this is the opportunity to do it. You look at the Seattle Seahawks on tape. They have a hard time stopping anybody from running the ball. They're they're bad. They're number 32 in rushing yards per game and number 28 in rushing yards per play. Run the ball. Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks. 
Thank you, Sully. I appreciate <laughs> I it. I like that song. Uh, here, on, uh, along the lines of the uh, the Cardinals running the football, Corey Clement, according to Cliff Kingsbury, will be up for this game. So, not sure how he's going to factor into this, but he's going to be up. And then he was also okay. asked about Keontae Ingram and if he is good to go at the NFL level. He definitely does. And, and you know, his ball skills are probably better than I anticipated. Um, the physicality is there. I mean, he, like I said, he's never backed down from um, anything since he's been here. So, we're all excited to see what he does. So, it will be interesting to see how they deploy these guys because Corey Clement obviously has never played for this team. Keontae Ingram has not ever played for this team either because he's a rookie who's never played in an NFL game but he's been around this team since the summer. And then you have Eno, who, even though he never got into a game his first year, has been here now. This is his third season. So they've got different looks they can throw at Seattle. The only one we know for sure can run in the NFL yeah. uh, is Eno. I mean, I guess Clement's running. Well, but, 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 but run for the Cardinals, we've seen him do it here, is, yeah. is Eno. Yeah, no, you're right about that. Eno Benjamin, and that's going to be important. But Corey Clement is a guy that has been around for a long time. Uh, he's played 63 games in the National Football League. And when I, I don't want to make it sound like he's... he's been a 10-year veteran or something like that. He hasn't. He's played 63 games. Uh, that's a goodly amount right there. There's no doubt about it. Um, that'll get him vested. <laughs> so, you know, good for Corey Clement. But um, Eno Benjamin, by all accounts right now, it's going to be Eno Benjamin show. And I will also say this, based on the fact that Corey Clement is going to dress, Keontae Ingram, I also think, is going to be a guy that is going to get the opportunity to run the ball. And I, I for one, can't wait to see that. Eno Benjamin is going to have to be spotted. You're not going to give Eno Benjamin 20 touches in this game. Uh, I, I think that's when you're you're a little concerned if Eno Benjamin could possibly um, get banged up, nicked up, whatever. The more touches that he gets, I don't think he gets 20 touches. I don't think he's going to be close to it. Um, they haven't done it with James Conner yet. Why would they do it with Eno Benjamin? Having said that, Keontae Ingram's going to get a shot. Uh, the guy blocking, well, not the only guy, but one of the guys blocking in front of him. In the middle in particular, Rodney Hudson. Here's that update from Cliff. Well, we're going to see game day decision. I mean, he, he did some limited stuff today, but we got to see how it feels Sunday when we move him around. Now, again, typically, Wolf, when we rattle off a list of players that are questionable for a game and Rodney Hudson is on it, that's the one that tends to worry me the most. Uh, but they did, they did block pretty well in front of Kyler and the backs last week. I mean, they were able to run on Philadelphia. They just kind of stopped doing it. And really, it felt like if they had more time, they were going to get down the field and probably score on that last drive because they were moving the ball in Philadelphia with relative ease there. And a lot of that was the offensive line. Yeah. um, Sean Harlow at center is a different proposition uh, than Sean Harlow at guard. And he's done an excellent job. That's his natural position, his center. Um, yes, you've got to ask your center to fill in, especially when you're a backup. You've got to ask your center to be able to play guard. Um, having said that, I feel very good. I'm confident with Sean Harlow playing center and going on the road and being able to run the ball and have that expectation, and especially against the Seattle Seahawks because, again, their gap integrity across the board is not good. It's not sound. I just had a flashback to 2018. What? When I heard gap integrity. 
Really? That's, that's all. the first time you heard gap integrity. No, no, but that's the first time I ever heard it every five minutes at Cardinals oh, okay. practice. They've got to actually have good. It's something that's been around the game forever, of yes, course. But, but it was spoken about and, more in, in 2018 yeah. than ever no, before or after. I get it. La, 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 la. I'm trying to forget that time period. <laughs> la, la, la. It's all black and out together. I can't hear you, Luke. Um, but you know, again, <laughs> that's going to be a promo. You know what? Seriously, you, that you just totally derailed me because I'm thinking <laughs> of it. Gap. Wolf's 60th birthday. Wolf. On behalf of the Burns and Gambo Show, we want to both wish you a very, very happy birthday. A football legend with the Cardinals, a broadcasting legend here at the station. Man, we wish you a very, very happy. How old is he? He's uh, 60. 60. 60. 60. Why? Watch it, John. 60. This should be a retirement party, not a birthday party. Watch it, John. Let's, let's get this going, my friend. Come on. We'll hire a big band like America. We'll have a gigantic oh, no. retirement party for you. <laughs> think Wolf likes America? I don't know. He should. Everybody does. He's in his 60s. I imagine a lot of people in their 60s like America very much. Happy birthday, Wolf. We love you. Happy birthday, brother. All right, guys. Love you, too, man. Thank you. And no, America. <laughs> Every time, every time that cat just takes off. Come on, we man. can play that every break, and I'm going to lose it every time. Um, at what point in time? I demand this, right? <laughs> at what point in time we're going to put a bark in over? Well, that? eventually, maybe can we the do that. Hour. Here, I've got a joke here. All right, okay. Now, this is a Jarrett Carlin joke, and I want every disclaimer possible because I haven't heard this yet. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Is is this a joke? About me? Probably. It's oh, Jared. Okay. Jared only tells jokes about people. Okay, I see. All, All right, right. So here we go, okay? Uh, okay. I, I wash my hands of this. Uh, Greg Brady. Just like everything else that he's ever done. Okay. Here we go. Today is Ron Wolfley's birthday. Oh! Oh! And it's a big birthday, too. How big is it? Oh, yeah. it's a bit, I don't want to give the number up, but I'm sure they'll mention the number on, on their show. I mean, Wolf is a great friend. He's a great broadcaster. And he's a great inspirational story, if you know about Wolf. I mean, think about it. If you know anything about his, his history, you know in becoming a great talk show host, he's had to overcome a lot of problems, strife, and adversity holding him back. I'm, of course, referring to Luke Lipinski being his co-host. And good for you, Wolf, and happy birthday. There we go. I was a kick save and a beauty. How did you get off there? And you didn't even get uh, you the, the joke was just directed the right at you. Yes. Yeah, Thank you, Jared. Typical. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't know where to go after this. Text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. <laughs> we come back to the end of last season. Destroy the Phoenix Suns. That's next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Wolf and Luke Middays, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Ron, Jerry Colangelo here, just wanting to wish you a happy 60th. You're a great guy, you do a terrific job, and I didn't realize you were that old, but uh, <laughs> so be it. All my best to you, Ron. Congratulations. The Godfather of Phoenix. Love the music choice for that one. Oh my goodness! Um, thank you, Jerry. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you, that is unbelievable. Is he hanging out in Carmel right now? Is that where he's at? Hey, Jerry. You know what? If you need somebody to come by, I'll clean the pool now. 
<laughs> just let me stay in the pool house, you know what I'm saying? I just love how he was like, I had no idea you were so old. But so be it. Jerry. So be it. And what are you going to, you can't argue with Jerry. Uh, all right. Speaking of Jerry, why don't we Legend. get into a little bit of basketball here, Wolf, and the uh, the the feeling around the Phoenix Suns. Now, I want to be clear. I don't think it's the feeling around the actual Phoenix Suns, but the the view of this team. This is from uh, Bleacher Report. They were going through, and, and to be to be fair, it was supposed to be a pessimistic outlook on every team. It was supposed to be why uh, why your team won't make the playoffs, right? Or no, it was why your favorite team won't win the NBA title this year. So they went through every team. Okay. Okay. So it, it, yeah. any team you would pick, they had reasons. But for the Suns, and there's a write up which I won't read, but they're just the headline was in a nutshell, their soul seems broken. Wow. Unquote. You know that resonates with me immediately when I hear that. I'm like, yeah, you took it a different direction in the pre-show meeting, and I'm interested in what you're going to say here. Okay. Honestly, right now, um, isn't that exactly what we saw in the Mavericks series? Okay, so isn't that what we saw? This when I read this at first, when I read this last night, I was like, okay, people are overreacting to you know. I don't think the players care that Robert Sarver is selling the team now that that's already been sort of established. He's going to sell the team. I think Mikael Bridges is fine that he was in trade talks, maybe for Kevin Durant or at least rumors. I think these guys are going to be fine when they hit the floor. I'm more worried about the depth. Yeah. But then you said in the pre-show meeting what you just said right there. That is what they looked like in yes. the, the playoff series with Dallas. It's exactly what they looked like. Listen, it's the best way to describe what happened to their culture last season. Their soul was broken. What did the guy say? He said it, it, it looked like it was broken. Is in that what in he a said? nutshell, their soul seems broken. Oh, my goodness. You know what? I, I've talked about this ad nauseum, based earnings, but too bad. I'm going to do it again. Culture is soul, and soul is culture. And the Phoenix Suns' culture was broken last year. That That explains that I mean, we've talked about it many, many times, but that explains what happened. But here's the great thing about it. Don't distress. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. It doesn't have to be a negative, Luke. It doesn't. I, You know, in real life, okay, I, you get a little dicey every time you start talking about real life, Basin Onions. And I say this with full humility as one who was broken to pieces while I thought I was indestructible. And I wasn't. I was broken to pieces. But in real life, many people need to hit rock bottom before they get better. I I think there are people listening right now that are shaking their head up and down and totally understand what I'm talking about. Sometimes before you get better, you got to hit rock bottom. Many times we need to be broken before we can get better. This is what I'm hoping happens to the Phoenix Suns. I'm hoping that they hit the rock bottom this offseason. And now they can get better. Because their soul was broke. Whatever reason, for whatever reason, and however it happened in that Maverick series, it's the only thing that describes what we saw. They did look like they had. They looked hollow. They really looked hollow after game two. When they had looked all year long to be anything but. 
Hollow. Steamroll through the regular season. Okay, you get pushed around a little bit by New Orleans, but you won the series. You, you won, won it in six. Series. We all got sick of Alvarado, but we all knew that was going to happen oh going goodness. into this. Remember him? <laughs> yeah. We all got sick of him. Chris Paul got especially sick of him, but you got We the haven't series. forgotten, Jose. And then you go through and you start with Dallas and, and the team that you had beaten, I think it was 11 straight times at that point, and you yes. beat him in game one, and you beat him in game two. And we're all like, okay, well, this, this series should be a win because you beat them double-digit times in a row, and you're up 2-0 in the series. And they never looked like the Suns again, except, and maybe this is even the weirdest part of all, Wolf, they did in Game 5. And they blew Dallas out. And it was like, okay, (laughs) party time's over. We're done with you, Loka. And then they just... I, I tell you, when I read this story last night and I saw the headline, I was like, people are overreacting, okay? It was a weird offseason fine. They'll be fine. But when you said that before no. the show, I was like, no, that's what they looked like last year. And then just look at all the stuff that's happened in the offseason. This is not um, this is not a copacetta culture anymore. This is not everything's fine. Look at this. How beautiful it is between Monty Williams and his players. Um, no, that really is not the case. Everyone doesn't appear to be on the same page. Now, again, that's just my perception of it. But this could turn into something really, really good. And this is what I'm hoping for, that they were busted. They were broke. And now what are you going to do? The pieces, the pieces still, and it was breaking as well in the offseason, the whole DeAndre Aiden thing, and how much was going on with DA, and are you going to give him a max contract? Are you not? All of it. It's like that scene from Ted Lasso, which I know you haven't watched, so I'm going to stop referencing it for now. But yeah. it is like it's like I'm that sorry. scene. Yeah, no, it's fine. At some point, I'll watch yeah, it. You, no, you won't, because even Cliff Kingsbury made fun of you last year for not watching it, and that was over a year ago. Yeah, thank you, Cliff. Yeah, <laughs> he was very straightforward about how you needed to watch it, and you, you still didn't. But uh, no, look, I mean, that's the way it, it's. It's a reminder, Wolf, that. It's going to feel really good to just see this team look like this team again. Hopefully it's Wednesday against Dallas. But yeah, I mean, nothing's given. But I'm assuming we're going to see the Suns look like the Phoenix Suns we were accustomed to over the last two years early this season. And when we do, that's going to be refreshing. Sports today, we celebrate Ron Wolfley's birthday. Happy birthday, honey. I love you. Hey, Wolfley, Vice Kahema here. Happy birthday to you, buddy. I didn't realize we were turning 60 the same year. I just turned 60 in August. Here you are in October. I'm just a couple of months older than you. Um, but enjoy your birthday. I hope it's a good one. Had some great years together. Love you, man. Love you too, Vi. And you are older than I am, Vi. Just remember that. <laughs> wow, that's uh. <laughs> you can't taunt the people that wish you had. Well, uh, yes, you, it's yeah, you can. Of course, I can. Are you yeah. kidding me right now, Vi? Yeah, we, we ripped each other all day, every day. Still, still, <laughs> just ripped each other. Um, man, Vi Sikahema. You remember, Basinoni, just how good a football player Vaisikahamba was. You know, the best part of, of all this that Maloney put together is I look over to see what your reaction is when one of these plays, when you, like, realize who it is. Yes. Yeah. Some of them, I, know. I mean, you've, you've, you seem to somehow have that same genuine surprise every time, <laughs> but there are a few where you're like, whoa, like Colangelo, your yes. reaction was like, wait, really? <laughs> really? Jerry you, Colangelo? You, you got Jerry? Yeah. Okay. Um, man, just incredible right there. We used to call him Satchel. 
That's what we called them. Uh, we called them Satchel. Some guys called them uh, Satchel Bud, um, if you know what I mean. But Vi used to run like there was a Satchel behind him, <laughs> hitting him as he was running. Yeah. See, now I know. <laughs> I'm sure he's very happy he was able to record Vi? that. Vi, how's that feel? <laughs> we come back. Tyler Lockett showed up on the Seahawks injury report. How much does his status in this game sway things on Sunday? That's next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Wolf and Luke Middays, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Hey, Wolf, it's Tim Healy from ASU Radio. Happy birthday, my friend. As someone who sadly has seen 60 in his rearview mirror, let me say to you, and you got to trust me on this one, 60 is the new 40, and it's an awesome decade. I know, I grew up in the 60s. Wolf, I've known you ever since the Cardinals first moved to Arizona from St. Louis way back in 1988, as that was the same year I moved back to Phoenix to go to work for Channel 3, where I began my play-by-play career at ASU, and also helped host the Monday Night Cardinal Report from Don and Charlie's when you appeared on that. Remember that? Well, nearly three and a half decades later, here are my thoughts. You were one heck of a good, tough football player. You are one heck of a good broadcaster. And you always will be one heck of a great person and friend. It's always been a blast for me when I've had the opportunity to come on your show. And if the stars were ever to so align, I think it would be incredible to someday, somewhere, get to call a football game with you. (laughs) That would be more fun than one human being should be allowed to have. (laughs) Enjoy your day, my friend. Many happy returns. And forks up. Timmy, thank you. Love you, brother. Thank you so much for that. And yes, I would love that, too. That'd be awesome. We'll go call some high school game. Here we go. Do it. Brawl. Let's go, boys. All right, settle down, sophomore. <laughs> All right, that's. Uh, I like the forks up there by the end. Yeah, I like the, that, Timmy. That thank you, man. That was very kind. All right, uh, let's get into this uh, this football game. Actually, well, hold on. Looks like we got we got somebody on the line. Command and Control has somebody on the line actually for us here. Uh, yeah, yes, caller, what? go ahead. Yes. Hello. Hi, Ronnie Paul. Oh. Hi, Ronnie Paul. It's your mama. <laughs> Mom, is this life? Is it? Oh. <laughs> Poopy. Hello. Oh. Hi. Hi, darling boy. Happy birthday. Okay. Thank you, Mom. Thank you so Honey, much. You, I know Mom, I texted you Mom, earlier. Here's the one thing, but, though, Mom. I, I have to tell you this, okay? What, um, honey? Well, Mom, we're, we're live on the air right now, so make sure, you know, you oh. keep the I love you, honeys, and, the, you know, just keep that down right now, Hope, okay? We're, we're live on the air, and I don't oh. want you to make me cry, okay, Mom? I mean, oh, you have a little heart I'll try here. not to, but you know what you said the other day, honey, that I, I, I'm just kind of embarrassed you guys. <laughs> well, Mom, you, you, you have done that, Mom. Uh, my whole life, yes, you have. How, how I, are you today? I Hoopy? know, sweetie, I know. But listen, just let me tell you what's on my heart, honey. I know I texted you earlier today, but I just want to join in with your brothers, Craig and Dale. You know, and with so many of your friends, I'm so impressed, honey. I'm so glad they know what I know. You are a man through son and 
storm that walks through life with your head up and your shoulders back. I love you. I respect you with okay. my mighty mom's love, Ronnie. You're awesome. And I pray God's blessing on you and your family every day, I more than you. once a day, too. I know you do. So that's all, honey. That's all I'm going to say because you know my heart. Yes, I do, and it's beautiful, and it's strong. Yeah. Love you, yeah. honey. And, honey, please please let me give a shout-out to Luke and to Mel and Aaron and everybody that That's... works with you, okay? I feel like I sort of know them. <laughs> do you? Thank yeah. you. We appreciate that. Thank you, Mom. I love you. Love you, honey. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, Mama. <laughs> you did not see that one coming on the Arizona Sports Line, did you? You guys are... <laughs> The bar gets raised every hour. Just so in trouble. So because she called in and she calls you Ronnie, we all get to call you Ronnie too, right? <sighs> I got to tell you, that woman right there, man, honestly, I could tell you stories, my brothers. You, it, would, it would just embarrass you. you. You don't even know her, and it would embarrass you. <laughs> um, just things she's done in my life. Can I? Will you give me a beat? Do you, do you care, Mel, if you just give me a beat right now? I have to tell you this story. The year was 1985, of course, and I was playing for the St. Louis Cardinals, the then St. Louis Cardinals. And uh, we were playing our third preseason game. It was against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Look, everybody, it's Craig Wolfley. Craig Wolfley had actually been in the league five years before me. This was my rookie year, 1985. And Craig, of course, is on the other sideline with the Steelers. And here's his little brother, of course, trying to act like a tough guy, like he's going to make the team at some point in time. Well, Coopy, whom you just heard, decided she was going to come down. She was going to come down and watch her boys play out on the same football field at Three Rivers Stadium. Well, that's what she did, and we were all warming up, of course, before the game, and, you know, you go out and you warm up, and then you run in, of course, into the tunnel, and the coach is going to give you the rah-rah speech. Then you'll come out, and you'll play it. So I started running into the tunnel, of course. That's what I was going to do, and you have to remember, Basin on you want the other guy to think basically they lock you up in a closet and shove food under the door all week long and then open the closet door and let you come out and play a football game. That's what you want your opponent to think of you. Well, I'm running towards the tunnel and I hear this, Ronnie! And I know exactly who it is, Basinonians. It's Hoopy, whom you just heard. I'm not going to look at her. I'm not going to acknowledge her. No way, Mom. You've embarrassed me my whole life. I kept running, and all of a sudden, Ronnie! No, you're not going to do it. I put my head down. I'm actually on the 15-yard line at this point in time, and I just, I'm, I'm so close to the tunnel, I'm going to make it in. And I got into the end zone, and all of a sudden, I heard, Ronnie! And somebody grabbed my neck roll on the back of me. And I turned around. It was Jack Lambert. Do you know who Jack Lambert is? Jack Lambert is the baddest man in the history of the National Football League. He's the man they put on the cover of Sports Illustrated who had the toothless grin and the scowl on his face. He was the Hall of Fame Mike Linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers, the baddest man ever. He was in plain clothes at that point in time, but I knew him because of my brother Craig and the relationship that I had with some of these guys. I knew him before the game was even played. And then suddenly he turned, and as I looked at him, he said, Ronnie, 
I think your mommy's calling you. <laughs> and I turned and I looked at Hoopy, and Hoopy is on top of the Pittsburgh Pirate dugout with a white hanky. And as soon as I looked over, she jumped up and down and waved it and said, I love you, honey! <laughs> you have no idea how badly I got ripped all the way in and it wasn't just Jack Lambert and the Pittsburgh Steelers that were ripping me it was my own teammates the year was 1985 and I was playing for the then St. Louis Cardinals <laughs> of all the times you have uh, stopped to tell a story that might be my favorite that, <laughs> Jack Lambert Ronnie I think your mommy's calling you <laughs> the way he said it, it was just, he knew what he was doing, you dirtball. Oh, man. Guys, can I, you know, just a uh, thank you. Seriously. Thank you. Um, my mom, she's, what an incredible influence she's had on me and I would say um, my family, of course. And I'm sure there are so many people listening right now. You just, you know, right? You close your eyes and you think of your mom and the impact she had uh, on your life. Um, It's not everybody, of course. It never is. It's never going to be that situation. But I know um, for so many of us, um, your mom had a massive impact. And your father's, of course, the same thing. But, um, you know, when you're surprised and you didn't expect it, I just want to say thank you. So... Yeah, that one wasn't uh, necessarily planned either. So, I mean, we knew it was coming, but that one wasn't planned like some of the other stuff on the show has been. So, uh, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Arizona Sports. It's Wolf's Sexagenennial. The Diamond Jubilee of Life. Love you, Daddy. Happy birthday. Hey, Wolf. Drew Stanton here. Happy 60th birthday. You sure don't look that old, especially for using your head as a battering ram for all those years. Anyways, happy 60th birthday, and God bless. You're awesome, Drew. Thank you, buddy. I'm noticing oh my goodness. about half the people that recorded messages, Wolf, Yeah, they make sure they rip you. And you know what? It's higher than half. Yeah. It's like 75%, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> wow. That's so cool, man. Uh, all right. We come back. Final hour of the show. How ready is Keontae Ingram if he is called upon on Sunday? And it sounds like he will be called upon on Sunday. That's next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station.